Good evening and welcome. I'm Diane Meyerhoff, host for tonight's Essex Town FY20 budget and ballot item presentation, part of Channel 17's ongoing town meeting coverage. Tonight's show is being sh sh aired live on Channel 17 and streamed live on the YouTube channel. We welcome your comments and questions. Please join the conversation at 862-3966. Tonight, I'm joined by Evan Teach, the Town and Village Unified Manager, and Max Levy, the Select Board Chair. Thank you both so much for coming out tonight. Well, thanks for the invitation. We, we really appreciate your coming out. And uh, you're going to tell us primarily about the budget tonight, I believe. Yes? Yeah, yeah we'd like to uh, walk you through the budget, okay. um, kind of what um, the objectives were to it and, and uh, some of the details, but trying to stay kind of high level. Okay, we appreciate that. Okay. We appreciate that. And of course, we'd love folks to call, call in, ask questions, questions, comments, um, 862-3966. And this, is, this presentation is probably being done a number of times as well. Is that true? Uh, I do it a few times okay. before a town meeting. Okay. Yes, yeah, so, and okay. I appreciate the opportunity to give it a whirl here. Good, good. So. All right, please start us off, Max. Okay. So our town meeting uh, is March 4th. Mm -hmm. Oh, 4th. Uh, okay. Yeah, it's, it's yep. Monday. Monday, okay. That, and there are, um, for that day, there are three articles that we're going to be um, going over. The first article is, is uh, accepting the reports of the officers. Okay. Uh, usually not too controversial, although it has been in the past at least one time. <laughs> uh, and then article two is, is a vote on the, um, on the budget. And the budget amount uh, that the select board has proposed is $14,730,649. Yeah. Okay. And uh, then the third article we have is called Public to be Heard, and that's where um, the public can speak whatever to us about anything that uh, they'd like to talk to us about. Right. And um, we find that uh, to be interesting and, and very informative. Good? Uh, yeah, good, good, good input. That and comes that's in. Monday very evening. Very passionate people. Is that right? Is that Monday that's evening? That's Monday evening. Okay. Yeah, we start yeah. at 7.30, and before the town meeting, we do a uh, community dinner. Nice. And that starts at 6.30, and it's held at the Essex High School. And people can come in. Uh, there's no charge for the meal. I won't say it's a free meal because the taxpayers pay for it, but okay. there's no charge for the meal as you come there. And uh, it, it's a great way for people to, to, to you know, get to see each other that they haven't seen maybe for a while. And I enjoy going table to table and welcoming people. And, you know, we, we get, it's a small turnout when you look at the number of voters, but the turnout that they are, they, um, they're very passionate and they, they do, um, they know what's going on. Good, So, good. Uh, So that's been a nice, and we actually borrowed that from the, um, that, that community dinner from the village. They were doing that for many, many years. And um, we thought that that would be a good thing to also adopt. And it's, it's been well received, so. I did prepare a slide presentation, mm -hmm. uh, and this is uh, one that I, I do at town meeting to, to make sure that people, you know, uh, I can explain the budget a little bit better if I do it. Uh, my background from IBM, I'm kind of uh, okay. used to. Okay. And this is, so we're getting a preview. Yeah, this is a preview. So, okay, so we should be, the viewers, you should be feeling pretty special here that we got, <laughs> we're getting the preview. So if you come in a little late on, you know, if you eat, if your meal goes a little long on Monday night, you know, you'll, you'll have it here. That's right. Exactly, Diane. Okay, so this is just to show the, um, the consolidated services and alignment that we've been doing over the past many years. There's the police and senior bus, those have been um, community-wide in Essex for, for many years. But more recently, about five or six years ago, we, we um, started with the unified 
manager for both the village and town. And then... <laughs> Evan. Yeah. And then that kicked off uh, consolidation of other departments, and they're, they're listed up here. I don't want to go through all of them, but they're, they're up there. Uh, last year, we did the uh, fire department alignment of pay and training because our fire departments work very closely together. Um, uh, Evan is working to get them uh, nicely aligned, and, and uh, that's worked out well. And in, so this budget is the first budget with the full year worth of that alignment. So this, what are we doing in this year's budget? Um, we're looking at uh, co-locating the rec departments. Um, the village and the town each have their own um, departments, but trying to, to deliver services in, a, in, a, in a, uh, a better way for the community, one idea that was brought to us from the uh, directors of the rec departments was to co-locate at 75 Maple Street, which is currently where the village rec department is. And by doing the co-location, this isn't uh, consolidating the departments, it's just merely let's sit in the same building so that you can have one office that people can go to. You can have one phone number for people to call for rec, one brochure to go out instead of the two mailings that each one was doing. You can have one website one registration system, um, and you can eliminate the confusion about which, which building do I need to go to. If I want an Indian Brook Pass, if you went to the village, they tell you, to, sorry, you got to go to the town. So from a delivery of service perspective, we think this is a, a smart thing to do, and we hope that people will appreciate that too, being able to have one-stop shopping. But again, this is only co-location. Um, there is a communications position there that both the uh, village and town are going to pay for to help with the communication um, coming out of the rec departments. And is that a new position? That'll be a new part-time position. Mm -hmm. okay. Part-time. Yeah. yeah. Did I miss anything on that? No, sir. Okay. So that's um, proposed in, in, in this budget. It's not a lot of money that, that's um, going to be transferred for this. Um, but it is a, an alignment. We wanted to just highlight that to, so that people know. And as I said, we've been doing this consolidation of services now uh, for a number of years. And one of the things people like to know is, is it's saving money. It's allowing us to do a lot, of things, a lot of things smarter and better by working together and sharing resources, uh, equipment sometimes, and even people. But we can put our finger on some real hard dollars of um, where some savings are coming in. And looking at the FYE budgets from uh, 2014 and 2019, looking at what the community as a whole say for both the town, municipality, and the village, it's not chump change, it's over $2 million from just this consolidation of services to work smarter together instead of having two isolated things going on. Let's just work together. Now, tell me something. Sure. How, um, how far along are you on the sort of the uh, alignment consolidation idea? In other words, you say it's $2 million. Is that, you know, 90% done? Is it 50% done? Well, the, you know, what's the end game? Um, well, I guess, well, say, let's say, let's say on a scale from, from being separate to being completely together, whether or not that really happens or not, yeah. you know, may not. But. Well, I, I can tell you the departments that are not consolidated. Okay. And that would be uh, the rec department, the libraries, uh, fire department, uh, development. 
think that's it. Yeah. The development department is community development. Planning. Community, community yeah. development, yeah, planning. Yeah. And, yeah. And so yeah. so, okay. so those, are, okay. those are not yeah. uh, consolidated. Okay. Um, and public works is sort of in a, that, that forming stage. Okay. They are working together and aligning a lot of policies and procedures, but they haven't officially been... Well, we, we haven't combined uh, the capital pieces yeah. okay. for both communities yet. Yeah. That's still out there yeah. okay. uh, in, within each community. Mm -hmm. Well, you can really point to, uh, to really over $2 million of savings just by working smarter together. So, um, and, and just recently in the recent storms, you know, while they're not consolidated in true form, they're working together. So in the storm, uh, the village had a piece of equipment that went down. They called the town's mechanic. He came and fixed a hydraulic line to get a truck back on the street. And the town asked the village to cover a section of sidewalk and a, and a piece of um, plow route to be able to get it because they were stuck up in the northern part of the community that gets a lot more snow than the, than the southeast part. So they are working together to, to make it work. And, and is that really a new thing over the years? I mean, would, would they have in the past not have called one another? Uh, it, it really didn't happen a whole lot oh, in the past. Yeah, interesting. But yeah. it's, uh, it, it's wonderful to see the cooperation yeah. uh, going back and forth. And again, the, the two million is really just the, the easily measured things, but there's a lot of things, as Evan was talking about, that there are other benefits in addition to cost savings. Just working together smarter and sharing equipment and mm -hmm. sometimes sharing people, you know. Yeah. It's sort of common sense, really. You know? One would one would think that would be the outcome, but it isn't always the outcome, right? Mm -hmm. can, sometimes it does, <laughs> sometimes yep. it doesn't. Yep. So if we look at this budget, which is the FYE 2020, um, the savings uh, for the community wide is uh, about 0.7 million in um, this year, and and we, you can look at what part the town is saving because that's what we're don't have to raise in taxes now in the current budget, and that's about uh, you know three hundred twenty-one thousand dollars. You know, a lot of money that we don't have to uh, raise by taxes because by consolidating, um, we can avoid that. So the uh, consolidation doesn't stop the increase in um, the growth of the uh, the budget, but it sort of bends that growth curve down. Mm -hmm. And I'll show you uh, some numbers about that in a moment. Um, so again, in this budget, we're saving 321,000 just by working smarter. And if we look at the budget objectives, you know, we, before the the budget process is going on with the select board, we want to know, you know, what what are the objectives? And one is uh, to ensure continued delivery of um, quality services. And at town meeting last year, it was very clear that um, we they wanted more police on the on the streets. Uh, and we're, if you look at it uh, per thousand people, how many police officers do we have, we're way behind most of our sister communities here. Not that we want to catch up to them, but we were way behind. And, and we want to be able to do some proactive policing, you know, some traffic uh, work, uh, checking businesses at night, you know, driving through. And if you don't have enough police, you really can't do that. So it was clear they wanted more. So. Um, I'll show you what, uh, in, in, in a moment, what we did there. Uh, fine service delivery efficiencies. Uh, last year, the voters um, said, yeah, you can have another IT technician. Um, and the IT department said, we're, we're going to see if we, let's, let's see if we can not have to fill that job. 
And uh, during budget season, they came back and said, we're, we're okay. We don't, we don't need you to fill that position. So um, we didn't add it. Uh, so it's not in this current budget. I talked about uh, the co-location of the, the rec departments um, as another one that, that we're doing. And the other thing that not all communities do, but we feel is very important in Essex is to um, focus on um, anticipating future capital expenses. You know you're gonna need a new roof or, or new vehicles. Well, start saving for it. Don't wait until you need it and then go out and ask for a bond. So that's what we do. And we save for future exp uh, expenses for vehicles and equipment you know, uh, cars and, and, and trucks, road maintenance and paving, uh, building upkeep. We have over 30-something buildings, wow. you know, a lot of buildings out there when we need to keep those up. Um, and stormwater, yeah. mm. stormwater infrastructure is, is one we know we have to do because the state, you know, permit says, you know, you will clean up Indian Brook, you will clean up Sunderland Brook, sure. and we totally agree. Yeah, that has to be done to get the, the lake clean. So we have to put money away. But we also leverage that money with grants mm -hmm. so that we can take, uh, like, a, you know, pay 20% of often the, uh, what, what the stormwater bill would be and leverage that to get 80% paid for it by, you know, various grants. And, of course, uh, we want to minimize the impact um, on the tax rate to our, our taxpayers. You know, they, Try to keep that as low as we can. As I said, consolidating doesn't stop the growth, but it, it does significantly bend it. And when you can point to the $2 million of savings or the 321000 in this year's budget, you know, that's, those are real numbers. Yeah, I'm sure so, the, the voters appreciate that. I think they do. <laughs> so those are our objectives. And if we take a look at the, the hard numbers now, this budget is uh, $14,730,000 thousand dollars and that's an increase of uh, 370 thousand from last year if you do the uh, the math you see it's about 2.6 percent increase in the operating budget and when you look at the estimated uh, increase in the tax rate that's about two percent so um, and again as I mentioned that nauseum I guess the savings through consolidation is you know over 300 thousand so why don't we dig a little bit deeper and say, well, what's causing that $370,000 increase? And what this shows is the, um, the, the major uh, increases that, that affect, the, that, that go into that um, $371,000. And the, the top thing you see is salaries, and uh, including seasonal part-time work is, is the majority, and, and you'll see that continuously um, throughout the, the past budgets. Now, salaries make up about 48% of the increase in, in the, to in the um, overall budget. But we also have stormwater and highway, which is increasing, um, uh, you know, 91,000. And that's for both the village stormwater and highway and the, and the town. There's winter maintenance and summer construction costs that have increased that we have to account for. And we need to take care of our, our roads. Uh, vehicles and equipment um, are up a little bit because last year we cut out, uh, I think it was uh, 31000 from the from that capital transfer for vehicles. So we, we need to, to catch up a little bit on that. So that's, that's in there. But if we want to dig a little bit deeper down still, let's take a look at 
the salaries and see since that's the majority of the increase what's driving that and the um, the salaries and, and benefits uh, the change as you saw on the other page it's 177,000 and that's about that's up about three percent um, actually the if you look at the uh, the staffing changes that I'm going to go over in a minute that actually lowered the overall um, uh, salaries but there's um, raises and step increases that were 189,000 and then you take away the savings from the, the staffing work that we did and it comes out to 177,000. And this year the, the, the benefits actually went down. <laughs> See I was going to ask you about health care because I thought that was going to be a driver. Yeah, that actually went down uh, you know, 1%, about 23,000. Huh. Because again, um, what you'll see in, in the next slide is that we um, if you have very senior people leaving and you hire more junior people at a different salary and sometimes they, they don't have the family cost for the for the health care then your numbers can can be significantly different or if you hire somebody with a big family you know so the, the benefits can swing a lot yeah. but this year they're down okay okay we uh, also took one position that was full-time that had benefits and made it part-time and so we get the savings of not having to provide health insurance for that particular uh, position. Okay. Right. So speaking of the staffing changes, um, <clears throat> as mentioned earlier, for the police, we, we took one unfilled lieutenant position, you know, higher level position, and we, we exchanged that for two patrol officers. Um, we took, there were two very senior, wonderful police officers, uh, very senior, been here a long time, really great, uh, who have retired. And when the, those two retired, we could actually bring in uh, three patrol officers for uh, very little increase over what we were paying for these two very senior, you know, uh, experienced guys. Um, dispatch, as you know, is a critical piece of our functioning for the police department and fire departments. Uh, and, and at Essex Rescue, um, we needed to add uh, a part-time for that too at uh, point, like three-quarter um, of a position. So overall in the police, we have a 2.7 uh, increase. Uh, we call them FTEs, that's full-time equivalents. And that increased the uh, total budget to add these uh, two and three-quarter police, $30,500 because of the way... Uh, Again, you know, exchange the lieutenant position and the two retiring senior folks. Uh, in IT, I mentioned that um, the department said, uh, can they get away with not having that, that other person? And they stepped up to the plate and said, yep, we can do it. Now, we added, uh, I think, 7,500 into the mm -hmm. budget just in case they need to do some contract work. Mm -hmm. That's unanticipated, but that's a lot less than, a, than having that person. So that's a $71,500 savings. Um, in the staffing. Community development, um, we went, uh, everyone was mentioning, we went from a full-time to a part-time position because it, it was... Uh, it, we had a vacancy. Yeah. Mm -hmm. We looked at the position and said, let's see if we can get it done with mm -hmm. part-time versus full-time. Yeah. yeah, so that's, say, 48000 um, For buildings, I told you we have 30-some-odd buildings throughout the... You know, structures, structures, buildings, <laughs> parks. Yeah, okay. yeah. A, lo a lot of them. And each different group, like the libraries or the fire departments, would take care of their own building. And um, 
what we're looking to do is have a part-time buildings um, manager come in and be able to uh, to better take care of our buildings and be more proactive rather than wait for things to break maybe be a little bit more proactive on that which can in the long term save some money not that the people who are taking care of the buildings are doing a terrible job it's just that we think if we can coordinate that and coordinate contracts who take care of HVAC things for example instead of having independent ones maybe if we have a, a more blanket one we can get better terms and have somebody manage that so the idea is to, to have a half-time person come in for a, a $37,000 increase for the staffing and then the rec department, I told you about, we want to work smarter together by uh, co-locating. And there's um, a communications position that we're going to fund. It's a part-time position. Uh, the town municipality is going to fund part of it, and the, the village department is going to fund part of it to, to have uh, consistent communication coming out of there. And we also um, changed the uh, senior center coordinator from a uh, non-exempt to an exempt uh, and to a director position, yeah. right? You probably should explain the difference between exempt and non-exempt. Well, uh, so non-exempt is hourly, okay. um, so they are entitled to overtime, and uh, they, um, so in this particular position, it's at the senior center and they do a lot of um, events mm -hmm. that are not traditionally eight to five and sometimes they're on weekends and so we wanted the position to be able to be flexible and be able to work some extra overtime which is more in line with the salary mm -hmm. and so um, it's all able to flex its uh, hours better than a non-exempt position okay thank you so if you roll up all these you know uh, the additions and and and, and subtractions for the full-time equivalents we're up in this budget, we're asking for 2.35 uh, full-time equivalents uh, with a total cost of $40,500 to add these two and a third uh, positions. So um, again, Evan had some great ideas on how to, you know, how to make these things work where we can um, add uh, FTEs where needed and look at areas where maybe we don't and and so to be able to add two and a third FTEs for 40,000 yeah. is uh, is pretty cool. Yeah, that's so fantastic. We're, yeah, yeah, we're pretty psyched about that. I'm sure many businesses and, wish they could do that. Well, and, yeah, <laughs> and again, we go back to, you know, one of my first meetings was the town meeting last year when people said they they had a, a sense that they just didn't see our police as often as they'd like come down their street and with a couple of very senior officers at the top end of pay scale looking to retire. It gave us the opportunity to look at how the police department was doing their functions and whether they could take those positions and their benefits and work on getting a third. Mm -hmm. And that extra officer, while it doesn't seem like much, it is a lot mm -hmm. when you are doing response times when you're doing visibility, when you're doing door checks, when you're doing community service, that extra person allows us to be more visible, to get down streets that maybe, instead of seeing us once a day or twice a day, three times a day, you're gonna see us the fourth and the fifth. Wow, it sounds yeah. very safe. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Many places are lucky if they see them once a month. <laughs> we have 36 square miles to cover. Yes. 
That's a lot. Yeah. yeah. Um, so that that's the feeling and the goal, and then we believe that this budget and some of these moves help us achieve those those objectives. Mm -hmm. And again, we're still below when you look at the number of officers yeah. per, per thousand. And, and what is it, but, like, how, did, how diff different is it? Do you know? Oh, I used to have that number. Uh, is it a big number? number? We used to have the number. Yeah. We're, we're, we're probably down about eight to ten officers. Wow, that's a lot. From, from, a, from yeah. you know, every town's different. You know, we're, yeah. right. we're rural and suburban. Um, we have a, a dense village core, um, which is nice because you can get to a lot mm -hmm. of places quickly. Sure. But we don't have a lot of population out in the north and the east. Um, so it's kind of hard to say, but we want to keep up on the calls and to be able to call for service. Mm -hmm. And, you know, Vermont has its issues with uh, opioids and other things. And so we just want to make sure that we are getting after it before it becomes something that we're going to have to work three times as hard when we could sure. have been doing it yeah. sooner. And are you all part of the regional dispatch as well? You're not? We okay. are not. Okay. okay. Um, and, uh, but we are keeping an eye on it. I'm sure, yeah, as, yeah, as, as is everyone, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we have about five minutes left, okay. so I want to make sure you get covered sure. your okay. rest of your I'm slides. I'm just, just, just about the end there. So this is the, uh, here's the nuts and bolts. This is the, uh, what, what is the impact to the mm. tax? And the uh, estimated tax rate that this budget reflects is 52.32 cents. That's an increase based from last year of, of a penny, of one cent. And to, that's an increase of about $28 per year for an average household. Some assumptions that go into that and the average household mm -hmm. uh, home value yep. is uh, in our community is $280,000. And we're assuming our grand list will grow by a conservative 1%. And I think for the past several years, it's been more than that. But we budget conservatively. Mm -hmm. And we'll say, let's, let's anticipate just one. And as we've done in the past years, um, although it's not great practice, we've been using some um, money from our fund balance as a revenue. Mm. And this year, we're looking at uh, reducing that down to 100000 and when you look at those assumptions, um, the average taxpayer would see a $28 per year um, increase in, their, in, in the tax bill for, for the total year. And what do we do with that money? Well, here it is. This is a pie chart, and we always include this in our um, annual uh, report. And you know, it, it shows public safety is, uh, is, a, is a big one, and that's our police and fire. Mm -hmm. Next, uh, you know, people could guess it would be highway, mm -hmm. right? We got to take care of the roads, so that's that's another one. Um, but anyway, it shows where you know, for total tax bill, a two hundred eighty thousand dollar house is uh, fourteen hundred sixty five dollars. But if you live outside the village, there's another thirty one for uh, that we have. Um, we for, you can either call it rolling stock or, or it's what's remaining of the highway. Mm -hmm. Uh, oh yeah. Tax. Okay. That was up at eight cents. It's down to uh, one point one. Huh. So significantly less yeah. um, than than it was. But that's yeah. That's just to show where we, uh, okay. where we were, and that's that's kind of okay. it. So twenty eight dollars per year for the average household valued at about house valued about two hundred. Two hundred eighty thousand, right? And assuming again conservative uh, grand list growth of of one percent. And as I said, it's usually more than that. But we'd like to plan conservatively.
Um, so, and how does that compare to increases in the past? Uh, you know, you you, you have um, a slide for that? Huh? No, it, I'm just I'm just curious. I, yeah, I, I and people have, no, have been you've been <laughs> passing your 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 budgets, right? Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Um, this is a chart that actually uh, shows where we were for the past uh, budgets, and the average tax rate increase for the past what is that six years is uh, two and a half. Oh, so this is so this is. Uh, oh wait, I'm sorry. So, you're so at we're doing two percent. Two percent. Two point oh three to be exact. Okay. Two percent. As proposed. Sure. Yeah. Uh, so it's a little bit less than what we've been mm -hmm. been averaging. Mm -hmm. So, mm -hmm. yeah, okay. good question. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's uh, yeah, it's interesting because they, they they vary so much from different towns, and I'm always curious to know. Well, you know, if you've got had some big ones, do you have to do some small ones then? Because people just can't keep mm -hmm. up if you just keep. Yeah. Well. Right. Yeah. You know, where we want to be sensitive to the tax rate, yeah. we we don't like to see these big swings, and and um, yeah. and and by planning, by by saving money for future mm -hmm. known Agreed. expenses, uh, and not waiting to say, okay, we need a new dump truck, and that's going to be one hundred eighty, two hundred thousand dollars, and then go out and and bond for it or put it in the tax rate, we plan ahead. Sure. And we have like a 15 or 20 year, I think it's a 15 year plan yeah. that it goes out that far so that we can put and money And we depreciate away. for the vehicle so we have the money to buy it. Yeah. Right, when the time comes. And that's how we can try to keep the, uh, the tax rate from, from you know, going really high one year to, to right. you know, bouncing around. So right. it's, it's more predictable. It's something to be proud of, well, I think. Yeah. Yes. I think it's good management. Um, I'm so glad you both came out tonight. We got our preview. Mm -hmm. I'm, I feel very honored that we're, we're your preview. Um, I have to tell everybody, of course, to stay tuned to Channel 17 because we're going to have more candidate forums. We're going to have um, in-depth presentation of school and municipal budgets. Uh, don't forget, of course, to vote on Tuesday, right. uh, March 5th, March 5th. Um, and right. watch our live results show that evening starting at 7 o'clock. Um, so we hope everybody will do that. And um, folks, uh, voting in Essex on Tuesday, 7 to 7? Yeah, the polls are open 7 to 7. seven, seven and they go seven. where? The, uh, uh, the folks outside mm -hmm. the, um, the village yep. go to uh, the middle school. Okay, middle school. And people who are, live in the village go to uh, the high school. Okay. And mm -hmm. Good. I think that All right. Them. And, of yeah. course, you can always vote early because I always forget to mention that. Yes. Go to, go to town hall at any point. And, and that's becoming very early. popular. Yes. The, the, the percent is going way up, and our town clerk... That's kind of all they can work on when during that time of year. <laughs> Great. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you both, Max. Well, thank and you for the opportunity. We appreciate it. And uh, we will hopefully see you soon. We have another forum coming up, so stay tuned. Thank Thanks. you.